0: Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co host, Justin Smitty Smith. With me, as always, is my faithful co host, the Luigi to my Mario, Ryan Ragayami.
1: It's a me, Luigi. (laughs) It's Luigi time. That's what it should be. I think that's what he says. Oh, my gosh. And I'm a Mario fan. I call myself a Mario fan. I don't even know what the the Luigi phrase is.
0: (laughs) Does not really have one? uh,
1: Okay, so I saw it actually the other day. I went to my friendly uh, local game store, and uh, they had coffee mugs, Mario-themed coffee mugs, and they had the Luigi phrase on it. And I I can't even remember. It was right on there. It was Luigi's face with his little thing. I don't know. I don't know. Let's it go or something like that. I think that's what it was. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Anyways. Hey, how, how you, are you doing? <laughs> yeah, good man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm feeling uh, feeling refreshed. I've had the last couple of days off. Got two more to go. Yeah, so, you do. Yeah. After working three six day work weeks in a row, uh, it's nice to have a a little extended weekend. So.
0: How are you? Yeah, that's nice. I'm good. That's uh, good. You know, week, was, week wasn't that bad work wise. Mm-hmm. You know, as we've stated before, Wednesdays are my heavier day and it wasn't terrible, but it was, you know, a little bit later. But yeah, the last couple days got done on the early ish side and mm-hmm. so not bad. And yeah, today got to uh, assemble our uh, lawn mower.
1: Oh, nice.
0: We bought, we bought, like, really basic, because Mrs. Smitty, uh, with my work schedule, like, if I'm not able to mow on the weekend, she wants something that she's able to manage. Yeah. Like, during the week. So, we got, like, pretty much, like, a tiny battery-operated, like, Ryobi one. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Those are good. Yeah. I've heard
1: good things. And
0: so, but it, like, wasn't hard to put together, but it was frustrating. Uh-huh. Like. Uh-huh. Like, the instructions, like... Like, instruction pamphlets are useless. They yeah. literally should just have, like, uh enter this on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Go to this link I'm, on YouTube.
0: <laughs> because it's like, look at this figure, and I'm going back, like, going back four pages to mm-hmm. all the various figures, and, yep. like, nothing, like, the pictures don't look like what I'm holding, <laughs> and... So it took a while and I was kinda of frustrated, but then like I literally just Googled that lawnmower. First thing that came up was an official Ryobi YouTube assembly video. Oh there you and go. So I'm just like, literally just put like have like a QR code. Yeah. Like bam, like, yeah. QR code here. Yeah. But Search Ryobi you know what... on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. the annoying thing was like even the video like like it had it assembled one step further than it was out of the box, oh. so they're like, "Oh, do this." I'm like, "Yeah, but okay, but how do I get there?" Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just kind of like figuring yeah. it out. But like I said, it wasn't like once I like saw what I needed to do, it wasn't hard. It was just like okay, this to this to this. Yeah, but like wasn't as simple as that...
1: insert A into slot B, tab A into slot B. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, hello. I can't hear you, buddy. Uh Uh-oh. Hold up. Hold on. Oh, there he is. He's
0: back. There you are. (laughs) I couldn't hear a word you said the whole time you like smiled and and I'm like I can't hear you. Yeah, you muted. All right. Anyways,
1: I was saying you uh, it wasn't as simple as insert tab A into slot B.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) And apparently Zoom is not either. Something weird happened. Anyways, it's we're like back. Really
0: on my screen, your internet connection is unstable.
1: Oh gosh! Yeah. Jeez, we don't want that. No, no unstable internet. <laughs> hit some. Uh, yeah, weak, my
0: my weak. signal goes from weak to medium. Oh, Okay. But that's.
1: Yeah. We hit some problem. turbulence in the in the cyberspace.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. we got assembled, but then we had a family party on Buffalo we had to go to, and okay. So have the time to then mow the lawn so tomorrow will be But like i've told you and our lawn is very small so yeah probably like a half hour yeah yeah takes me about a little over an hour
1: to do my my entire backyard and front yard so not not too bad so but uh Mm -hmm. yeah tomorrow we're doing uh smash brothers tournament for the first time since november Um, and the boys are very excited. Um, and the cool thing is the venue that we go to, um, they have a, they have a deal with the, uh, the group that we, uh, go to where, uh, you pay 10 extra bucks and they bring in like food, like some chicken tenders uh sliders, french fries and uh unlimited soda you pay 10 bucks nice. and you get as much as you want. So, um Very cool. Yeah, so we'll be doing that having lunch, doing all kinds of stuff like that. So, it'll be a good time. And then uh yeah, today I'm trying to think of like what we did yesterday and today. Um I got a haircut today. Uh you know, did did some outdoor stuff a little bit, but then it got really hot and humid. Um, it was like said said it was like eighty-four but felt like ninety or ninety-two or something like that. Like it was so humid out. I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I didn't have to work today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so played uh played some more Pokemon Unite. Uh I got a new game called Eldest Souls, which is a very, very hard game that's basically like a boss rush uh type game. All you fight are bosses. It's very hard. And it's awesome. Uh, I love right. it. <laughs> I died like, I died like almost thirty times on one boss, and I wow. still, I still loved it. It was awesome. It's so fun. <laughs> it's just like the, it, it, just you like every time you're like, okay, I messed, like it's all my fault. I messed up that time. So, like, hmm. yeah, just learning and everything. So it's cool. Um, it's fun, and uh, yeah. So we're just, uh, just gonna do that tomorrow and church and then the smash brothers tournament and then monday uh yeah just gonna figure it out see see what happens so Mm -hmm. but um but yeah so i think we i i I, we watched um the sandlot the other day which isn't a very good segue into something else that's disney owned i guess because sandlot is now owned by disney
0: so it's on disney plus because
1: it was uh it was with Fox. Disney bought Fox. So now you have a quiz for me, a quiz that I asked for. Yes, Be- because because oh, that's how we got to this. Because I I had explained to you that in the 90s there were lots of kids uh there lots of sports movies designed for a younger audience. AK or insert here, The Sandlot, The Mighty Ducks movies, Little Giants, Big Green, stuff like that. A lot of them Disney movies. Um, and I told you that I could tell you like what year they were released. And and then I told you that, oh, yeah, I can go in order of the Pixar movies and their year of release. And I was like, I, do you want I me asked to? I you not to. Yeah, you, you asked me not to. I was like, are you sure? Because I could do it right on the phone right now. You're like, please don't. But I said, okay. But I think we should see how well I do on the podcast that way we have an audience to witness if i am a fraud or if i'm a genuine psycho who knows the years of <laughs> release dates for the, for the, some of my favorite movies so um but uh yeah so i sent, i think i sent you the link for yep, the wikipedia with the release of each movie so i'm going to try i'm going to do it in order and they are year of release
0: so do you need me to feed you the oh just give me i forgot that this computer is a touch screen i went to wipe my hair off the screen and i move move
1: (laughs) you move stuff uh i just need you to confirm yes or no
0: and like me give you the movie are you going to do oh i'm going to do the movie oh i'm going to do the movie and
1: year. oh yeah so are you ready uh yes okay all right, here we go. <clears throat> All right. We have uh, Toy Story. That was 1995. Okay. We have A, Bu- A Bug's Life,
0: 1998.
1: Correct. Toy Story 2, 99. Correct. Okay. Monsters, Inc., 2001. Yes. Okay. Uh, Finding Nemo, 2003.
0: Okay, Yes.
1: The Incredibles 2004. Correct. Cars 2006. Yes. Ratatouille 2007. There we go. Yep. 2008 was WALL-E.
0: Oh, like are you switching up the
1: <laughs> You're oh. like, "Wait a second. I didn't I didn't know you were going to do that." <laughs> yep. Uh, Wally, 2008. Okay. 2000, uh, 2009
0: up. Okay.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh here's where it gets a little tricky. 2010. Mm-hmm. 2010. There was nothing in 2010, was there?
0: Yes, there was. Oh
1: no. Oh no. 2010? Uh oh. I might have already I might have already uh, been, been discovered to be a fraud. Um
0: uh, It is And the the, lead, the third installment Oh my
1: gosh! Toy Story 3, gosh. There you go. Okay, Toy Story 3 was 2010. 2011 was Cars 2. Ooh. Yes. Oh. that was bad. That was bad.
0: Hey, when you don't, if you don't view it as a Cars movie, <laughs> it's a fun movie. If you view it as a Mater flick, yes.
1: Yeah, like, it's still bad. Made,
0: they shouldn't have made it Cars 2. Like I didn't see that movie until a couple years ago because my boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I like if that would have been like, like a spin-off
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, the expectations would have been different.
0: different. The first cars. Yeah. To the like making that cars two like. Yeah. No, that yeah. wasn't right. So if it would have made it like an official like Mater movie. Yeah. Then I think everyone would have a different view on it.
1: Yeah, that that's fair. That's a that's a fair assessment. But cars two, two thousand and eleven. Cars two was twenty eleven. Uh, Brave, 2012. Yes. Monsters University, 2013. Yes. Oh, no. 2014. Uh, no. there was nothing. There was nothing, 2014. But they had two in 2015. We had Inside Out, and we had yes. The Good Dinosaur.
0: Yes.
1: Good Dinosaur, bad. Very, very bad. I've never bad. seen it. That don't bother, don't okay. bother. It's a waste of time. All right. Uh, Twenty sixteen was oh no. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, oh, Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Twenty sixteen was Finding Dory. Twenty seventeen had Cars two or Cars three and mm-hmm. Coco. Coco. There you go. amazing have you seen coco no i don't eh, no 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 don't do the eh, don't no no it's amazing shut up and watch it just stop the (laughs) podcast right now we'll come back in an hour and a half all right he's gone okay i'm gonna do the podcast by myself okay (laughs) (laughs) dude it's so good it's so good anyways okay okay uh 2018 was incredibles 2 right 20 2019 2019 was Toy Story 4
0: yes which
1: oh you didn't like it no oh no. uh, I lo- I I it's probably my second it's probably my least favorite toy story but it's still really good I liked it a lot I don't think so <laughs> it's okay uh, and then 2020 was onward and yeah. soul. Yes. And then most recently was Luca in 2021.
0: Bam. Look at you. So I only needed
1: assistance for Toy Story 3. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. And I can't believe that I messed up on Toy because Toy Story 3 is like one of my top five Pixars.
0: Because the- it's one of the best Pixar movies?
1: Yeah. It's just, it's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Like, it's just so good. It's so, so good. Oh my gosh. every time, no matter how many times I've seen it, them holding hands, just yeah, oh, just
0: Niagara Falls.
1: Niagara yeah, Falls um, just
0: with Andy leaving like, oh,
1: oh. Oh. oh and then Bonnie has has Woody wave to him. It's like, oh, just just punch me in the gut again, why don't you? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh it's terrible. Yeah. Oh so my unfair. gosh. Oh, so moving from... Oh, well, then, you are a yeah. numbers and movies freak and nerd. <laughs> I am. I am. I like dates. I like memorizing dates. I just, you know, I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. What can I say? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moving from one Disney property to, another, to uh, another, we have now watched two weeks' worth of the new animated series on Disney+, Plus, the Marvel What If spin-off franchise series, TV show thing. Uh, and so you and I both, we talked briefly about the newest one, but we'll start, obviously, with the first one. Uh, what if Peggy Carter became the Super Soldier instead of Steve Rogers? Yes. And um, you and I, you and I talked was, about it.
0: but I thought that was really cool. Like, yes. Uh thought like hmm, I thought the action elements were very cool. Like yes. they had you know, Peggy Carter just being essentially like a Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, kind of like an Amazon type, but yeah. just she was big and just wrecking people. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like Mr. Midian and I were watching and we we're just like, Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. she, she is, oh yeah. my goodness.
1: I was wondering how they were gonna handle that because Steve goes from teeny tiny maybe weighing 120 pounds soaking wet to six foot five 220 pound muscle man chris evans Yeah. and so it's like how are they gonna do that with peggy i think they gave her a few inches taller she was more muscular and everything she was obviously yeah. very strong but yeah the action yeah was great and because it's animated they don't have to cut so much to keep our eyes fooled from stunt doubles and whatnot so, they yeah. were able to actually focus on the impact of her hits when she has the shield and she flips the truck over her. And she was amazed like, at it. She like,
0: like suplexed that truck. Yeah, it
1: was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah, And
0: the fact that most of the voice cast was the actual actors.
1: Yes. Yeah, that it was. It was a
0: little disarming every time Steve would talk and you're like, well, <laughs> that's not Chris. Yeah, it was was it yeah that was Chris Evans <laughs> I don't think it was
1: yeah I'm pretty sure I'm gonna look it up but uh yeah I'm pretty sure that was Chris Evans um but uh but yeah um he let's see uh, episode um, let me see. Do we have uh, Chris Evans here? Maybe we don't. Dominic Cooper was Howard Stark. Yeah. Um, like you said, Bradley Whitford was Colonel Flynn, who is a character from the Agent Carter series. Yes. You said, right? Yeah, which yes. I, I didn't know. I was disappointed that they didn't call her Captain Britain because that is a Marvel character. Well, that's probably why. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. I was wrong. It was Josh Keaton. It was not. It was not uh, Chris Evans. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Smitty. See, I should just trust Smitty. I should just trust Smitty.
0: You really should. <laughs> just, yeah, we talked. I'm like, it wasn't bad. but I'm just like, that's not Captain that's, America. That's not it's Captain like, America. Exciting, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. I love uh, Captain Carver name. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, I just the one one of the things that was lacking to me that you and I have said that, like, it was too cookie-cutter of, like, what happens with Captain America. Like, it was a
1: carb- almost an entire carbon copy.
0: Yeah, like, except for, like, at the end with, like, Hydra and, like, the Tesseract and, like, the actual, like, Hydra coming out, like, and, like, you know, the Hydra Buster, you know, Steve being, like. Pretty yeah. much having, like, an Iron Man suit. Yeah. He, he was so, essentially a 1940s version of Iron Man. <laughs> so, like, those differences were cool, but, yes. like, didn't feel like too much was different. Like
1: Yeah. I think the train you know, exploding, that was different.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, the train so being booby-trapped. There were differences, but I didn't think anything really. So, like, all right, just seeing kind of a different version of how everything played out. But yeah, felt like it still essentially played out the yeah. way... In the movies,
1: was it Sebastian Stan that played uh, Bucky? Yes, it was. Okay, cool. So basically, they got everybody except Chris Evans. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because it was Haley Atwell. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. and so yeah, it was it was awesome. They didn't. It was weird that they didn't have Tommy Lee Jones' character in it at all. Um, <laughs> like instead, yeah, they had the Colonel. Uh, what, what did you say his name was? Colonel Flynn. I think was that his I, name. I don't but yeah, he that. was. He was very unlikable, um, and me not being familiar with the Agent Carter show, um, I didn't, I didn't fully understand who he was, and, um, but, I mean, those characters are there to, you know, create an obstacle, you know, for the, for the protagonist, and, you know, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was, that one was good, um, i would say good not great i wasn't like super impressed uh grace tapped out within the first like five minutes she was like yeah no this is boring but it was mostly just because she she's not a big captain america person at all like she just doesn't care very much for his character at all so um but uh yeah so that was cool and then so episode two came out this past wednesday um, and the what if was, uh, if, what if chachala became Star-Lord. And you and I are on very opposite ends of the spectrum, I think. Because you were saying that you are disappointed.
0: Yeah, it's, it just, I don't know, like, I don't know, didn't <laughs> grab me? Like, I mean, to, like, honestly, the fact that, like, you know, watching stuff when I get home from work, like I'm tired, so like I tend to eventually fall asleep while yeah. watching anything. Yeah. So the other night, like Thursday, I think we went to watch it, started and I got a little bit in and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I just finished like the last half of it, literally, like right before we got on. And I don't know, like, it's just <laughs> weird because, like, I guess my criticism of the first episode, how that didn't really change anything, Yeah. it did a lot with this one. Yeah, but to me, changed it changed a lot. Like, it just felt like, I don't know, it just felt odd. Do
1: you, you want the them fact? to find some sort of middle ground of like not changing too much?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I also said to you, and then I was saying to Mrs. Smitty, that like, I keep forgetting that the new episodes are coming out. And it's like because, like we said, like with all the other Disney Plus shows, they based off of stories and characters that we've already like led into. So we know there's something going in. Yes. And they're building to something. Like they're story, they're telling a story. Yeah. But these what ifs, they're just one shots that like don't, they don't have any significance. They yeah. don't, there's no mean stakes. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, no stakes. So it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to really care. Or I guess you don't have to care, like, yeah. like, enjoy it, but I'm just, like... Like, if I just maybe just detach and just, like, you know, just enjoy this episode for what it is, but it's, like, yeah, with anything Marvel, you're just so used to, like, okay, what is this going to? Like, what is it building? What's next? It's, like, and these don't do that. So it's yeah. just, like... I don't know. It's kind of a disconnect.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I get it. I... I I know like going into these that to not like expect, you know, to go in knowing that you're you're not really going to have anything that's going to make big reverberations throughout the whole MCU. It's just something that is, you know, special for this episode. So, like when they immediately start off with the humorous thing of like does this look like Peter Quill when he, you know, when they kidnap uh, T'Challa, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's two hearing holes, there's two seeing holes, there's an eating hole. What do you think? Yeah. You know, they all these humans look alike. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's great. Um, and then uh, I thought the most fun twist was that he was able to sit down and talk with Thanos and convince him that mass genocide. Was not the way to go, even though he was still talking to other people at the end of the episode, <laughs> yeah. talking to the door. like I'm pretty sure that sounds like su- like genocide. He's like, but it's not because it's random. <laughs> yeah. It was great, and they got Josh Brolin to be Thanos. Um, that was cool. That was awesome. That was so cool. And uh, Benicio del Toro was the collector. Which um, didn't sound like
0: him. At no,
1: all. no, definitely didn't sound like him. It was I weird.
0: Have found, though, yeah, for me. And I don't know if this is just a me thing or other people found that like when actor like okay, I guess an example. The show community. Yes. Uh, you know, Joel McHale this yes. is the one main character Jeff. Yeah. A few seasons in they did an episode where it was like like computerized but it was all like claymation.
1: Oh Oh yeah, I've heard about that I haven't watched and it.
0: They, and they and the I and I watched it and like his character, like, he's voicing his character, but it doesn't sound... <laughs> like, when they're, like, doing just voiceover of their character... Yeah. doesn't sound right. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I agree. Even the episode like, T'Challa sounded... Like, it sounded like someone doing a T'Challa impersonation. Yeah, but it really was, was, Chadwick was, was Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, like, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. It's been very publicized that this was his last marvel entry and yeah. that he wanted to do as much to t'challa as he could but like
1: yeah
0: like any time like i think it's different when it's like an already established like animated show like like batman cartoons kevin conroy yeah that voice like i think maybe because you're not associating it with like that person's Face?
1: Their presence, yeah. Their physical presence. So, and
0: even though, like, with community, where it wasn't like he was then voicing someone else, like, he was voicing his character.
1: Yeah.
0: It just didn't sound right. Maybe because it's like seeing the, like, animated version. Yeah. And their voice. I don't know what it is, but, like, it never sounds right to me. No, I I
1: agree because, yeah, because you're used to seeing them. physically on a set playing that character. So when it's not that way and you see them and you just hear their voice, like I was like, wow, that does sound like Chadwick Boseman, but I'm not sure if it is. And then even when I looked it up and saw that it was him, I was like, okay, I believe you, but I kind of don't believe you still because it just sounds – because it just, you know, yeah, like it sounds – Different. like I said,
0: <laughs> someone like doing a really good impersonation. Impersonation.
1: Yeah, and when I told, because um, Isaiah was like, "Oh yeah, that uh, that sounded like T'Challa." I was like, "Well, yeah, that was the actor." He's like, "Oh yeah, but he died." I was like, "Yeah, he, he just recorded it before he passed away." He's like, "Oh wow, that's awesome." So, um, yeah, and it was like,
0: it was cool. not a knock on Chadwick Boseman. Like I said, like and like 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 Vanessa Del Toro didn't sound like. No. His version of collector, like, to be fair, the uh, collector's
1: been in the MCU for all of I think about ten minutes. Like he is not like he's been like in a lot of scenes.
0: Yeah, but yeah, he was very charismatic. Mm, like, mm-hmm. so, like, and like the way he talked was very unique. Yeah, and it for didn't sure, sound like that on the show. But yeah, so yeah, but I mean, so like they're not bad, but like. I think maybe part of the fact that there aren't higher stakes is kind of like a eh. yeah yeah like maybe a fun little thing to watch, but like you know I'm waiting for the next Marvel thing that has like
1: yeah some weight some weight to it. Yeah, Um, I did like I did like how uh, Nebula was not at all damaged. She just had the one eye thing, and that was it. Uh, It was weird that she had blonde hair. That was was odd. She had blue skin but blonde hair. That was weird.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, And uh, also voiced by Karen Gillan, though. Um, And, uh, yeah, Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, the other characters. Uh, What's his name? Sean Gunn was, uh, uh, oh, gosh. He's got a a fucking I can't remember the character's name. Yeah, he's the number one guy. Uh, or his right-hand man uh, Yondu and uh, Yandu played by Michael Rooker like it was just it was awesome uh, I I thought it was a very big improvement uh, I'm disappointed to hear you didn't like it as much but at the same time I get your I get your criticisms for sure because like yeah it is low stakes so if you go in you know expecting but like you want to care. You still want to care, even if you know it's yeah. a one shot.
0: I think it's just also like you said like we're kind of conditioned to with Marvel yes. stuff. Like, yes, like, the condition. Yeah. Especially you know the last three Marvel series have been Disney on uh, Disney Plus. is just like, like okay, yeah, like this is shit, like okay, let's build, let's go, yeah, and
1: yeah, and it's building so, to that uh, multiverse, uh, the Doctor Strange thing,
0: right? So. Like I said, like it's not like it's not the show's fault, it's not no. the actor's fault. It's just no. like eh, it's it is what it is. It's just your fault for not liking it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I you make total totally valid arguments, but uh, I don't. Do you know how many? Is it another just slate of six episodes or? I don't know. Okay, um, I I. Personally, I'm excited because I just like the potential to see, like, the what-if stuff, and I know that the Marvel what-if like like comics back in I think the 70s or 80s, those were also very popular one-off type things. Um, so I think I think it's a fun I think it's a fun little aside that'll hold us over until um, you know until we get the next uh, the next thing, which I don't even know what their next thing is. Is it? Is it Doctor Strange? Is it the movie? No, or no, it's Shang- Shang-Chi. That's right.
0: There's three movies this year. That's right, that's right, because we had Black <laughs> Widow. Chi, Shang-Chi, well, three more movies. Oh, wow. Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Thor. That's Oh, Thor's this year? Yes. Oh. This is like the third time I, I have informed you of this. Oh, wow,
1: well. well. I, apparently, I'm not retaining that information. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, my goodness. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of Marvel. That's
0: a lot of Marvel. Well, I, a lot of time to make up for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to more Marvel What If. And uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't wait for that. So, but uh, speaking of, can can't wait. Can't waiting for something. Uh, I can't wait for you to tell me about a band that you have seen because you like seeing bands. I like seeing bands. You like seeing bands live, not just on a screen, not just hearing them in your earballs. You want to hear them live in front of you with the speakers blasting and melting your face with some guitar solos and some heavy bass. So, this week, do you like this oh lead in? Do you like this lead in? Oh, it's
0: terrible. Oh,
1: I love it. It's so good. I love it. This is like, I'm just winging it, you know? I have no script. I have no I, script. Yes, I can tell that you're wing. <laughs> this week, my friend, we're going to ask about Have you seen Thrice? No, I don't like them. Wow. <laughs> I, yes. Well, love that's thrice. it. That's it for the Smitty FM podcast. We'll see you guys later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I love Thrice. I've seen Thrice a lot of times. A lot of times. They're uh, my
1: favorite band.
0: Yeah. Never
1: seen them. I've never seen Which them. I've, I've never had the opportunity. I know. I know. I know.
0: They're going to be in Buffalo in October. Okay. I can't go, but you should. <laughs> oh. Man, I'll have to check and
1: see if it lines up with a day off. Oh. <sighs> Don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. Now I gotta look up. You talk. Room. You talk. You talk.
0: Uh thrice. <laughs> Alright. So, yes. I've seen Thrice a bunch of times. Like a lot to the point where I'm like I kinda like all of these shows I'm like, oh yeah, this specific show and like they just put on a great show, so they kinda blend after a while. But uh uh can you remember the first time I was, maybe the first i think the first time i saw thrice was actually a warp tour okay and i can't remember what here my favorite thrice song is silhouettes it just just like starts out of the gate just just hits you and just song takes off it's not with some friends and there was like (laughs) like a storm coming in like, oh, you were at that one. I've uh
1: yeah. our our buddy uh our buddy Jeff, he showed he took a video of when that happened. Uh like, on his on his they, really old crappy video phone.
0: <laughs> huh. like, Dude. Twice was playing. They did silhouettes, so I was happy. Yeah. And then like literally right after like Storm just came in, like like, you know, like, Warped Tour, they had, like, the little tents over them the sound boards yes. and all that. Like, yep. I'm pretty sure those tents, like, shot up and...
1: Yeah, like, dude, that was crazy. It was crazy. Like a
0: little mini windstorm, like, right there and yeah. just, like,
1: bolted and... Yep. And, uh,
0: Ugh. so I think that was the first time I saw them, but I've seen them... Oh, well, I've seen them at, uh, RIT...
1: Oh wow! Uh, yeah. I think a couple times. Okay.
0: Um. Uh, there was a place in Buffalo. I don't know if it's still around. It was the like Club Infinity. Okay. And it's like off of Transit Road. Okay. Uh, not not uh, not
1: what what was the place that we always went to to see like Pillar and icon. icon? Not the Icon.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> not that. They're are uh, too cool for the Icon. <laughs> yeah. All them couple of years ago at Main uh, Street Armory in Rochester. It's like this big venue. I'm pretty sure it used to be a church.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: it's uh, like this like, giant like, kind of like a fellowship hall, a like, gym area and oh, that's nice. where they do, like, concerts. and see them a bunch. Uh, they always put on just awesome shows, like good lighting, good, and just like I can't, it's kind of one of those where like, I can't go into like solid Concrete details because it's just, it's go, yeah, and just the amazingness of thrice. I have uh, two of the times I've seen them, seen yeah. them at least three to four times. Mm-hmm. Two of the times they've had a, just an instrumental band as one of their openers. Oh, that's cool. And
1: that's different.
0: Like, I have a hard time getting into instrumental bands. Uh-huh. Like I know some people dig it. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, especially when you don't know going into it. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: kind of <laughs> awkward. Things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, like, the band will be like, we're an instrumental man. And I'm just like, Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> and, but, like. Yeah. But, yeah, so I've seen two instrumental, I think one of the bands is called Pelican. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Interesting. And, but, like, uh, I've seen him with, usually my go-to thrice concert buddy is our buddy Devin.
1: Ah yes, yes he does like he does like thrice as well. Uh, yes. Yeah, I've never I've never seen them much to my chagrin. I know Dustin Kensrew, lead singer. Tepe Taranishi is their lead guitar, uh, and then the Breckenridge brothers are the rhythm section, bass and drums. Um, but I uh, I think Ed right Ed Ed, Ed is bass.
0: Riley is drums.
1: Riley, that's okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and then is there anybody else that? you you're looking at me like, oh, okay, it's just no. a four, four piece. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. I didn't know if they added somebody like Switchfoot did.
0: It might be like one of those where, like, for touring, they might have like an additional instrumentalist. Gotcha. Like a lot of bands, like the band is this unit, but then they'll have like one or two, like, yeah, additional people. Pillar so, did I that for a
1: little bit. They had they added another guitar player like temporarily.
0: So, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I don't know if they do. It's been a few years since I've seen them, but gotcha. but yeah, thrice is just just always awesome. fun. Just, so good. Just, like I feel like this is one where like I'm not getting a lot of detail, but it's like to me like thrice <laughs> shows are just like they're just thrice shows and they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm bummed I can't swing, like, because I'm pretty sure it's, like, the week of my birthday that they're, like... Or, like, no, it's, like, week before my birthday that uh, they're... It's October 12th. Okay, week after.
1: Couple couple days after, yeah.
0: But, like, yeah. i like, I will literally been... Well, it's a week after. But, yeah. like, I will literally... I'm taking vacation week of my birthday. Uh, and then, like... <laughs> and I've already, like, I've already mapped out, like, the rest of the Personal days I've left for other events, mm-hmm. and so that one didn't get fixed in the, fit into the equation. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, they're just uh, they're uh, they're putting out a new album soon, and it's already out. Oh, it's out. It's already like, out. The album
1: is? Yeah, Robot Soft Exorcism out now because Smitty, I talked to you about doing a little something extra with the Has Smitty seen them. Okay. So I pulled up Thrice's profile on Spotify and uh oh, what's up? You good? Uh oh. Something happened. (laughs)
0: Okay. Wait.
1: Oh Technical difficulties.
0: Yeah, it's it was my own my own stupidity. Oh okay.
1: right. Well, I blame your own stupidity then. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I was talking with you before we started the show thought of something that I could add to the to this segment when we have it every other week uh, where I go into uh, whatever artist uh, profile that we're talking about um, I was going to pick a few like different ones like two or three other bands but you were like nah let's just keep it to the band that we're talking about I'm like okay that's fair uh, that's why we have these production meetings beforehand. So, yeah. um, <laughs> cause we're very, very professional. So, um, I would like you, I'm going to, I'm going to name the top five, the songs that are in the top five most popular, um, on their most popular played on their list here. Okay. Um, I did have to show the top 10. Because um, they have two of their new songs in there, so they must have it like added. Also, as like new songs, like whatever has been frequently played from the new album. So I'm gonna skip over those because obviously those are brand new and you wouldn't have any idea. So yep. no. I'm I'm going to tell you the top five that they have here, and then you are going to put them in order by uh, by what you think is like the most. You know, going by most plays to least plays. Okay, are you ready, sir? Uh, Sure. Okay. All right. Here we go. So we have Black Honey, the artist in the ambulance. Great song, by the way. So good. Hurricane. Another very good one. Stare at the sun. Oh. So, So so good. And image of the invisible from my favorite album of theirs, Visu. Do you need me to say those again?
0: Wait, so I have to... What I think has the most plays? Yes. Yep.
1: Because that that's how they have them sorted. Is like by, you know, the, the top top uh, played songs uh, on there.
0: Um,
1: I'm going to say... Do you want to start from the top or from the bottom? Like, are you going yeah, 5, 4, 3, I 2, 1? To okay. So, oh, so you're going to start at number one?
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. This might not work at all. I might suck at this. But
1: do you want uh, me to? Do you want me to give like what their monthly listeners are for no. like context no. at all or no? Okay. Okay. No. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't want to do
0: anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say so it was Black Honey, Ars in the Ambulance, mm-hmm. Hurricane, mm-hmm. Stare at the Sun, mm-hmm. Image of the Invisible. Correct. Okay. I'm gonna say image of the invisible the top song
1: okay that would you, uh, do you okay uh, i'm i'm gonna okay so i'm gonna uh type i'm gonna start something else here and what so what i'm gonna do is I'm actually going to sorry I should have done this beforehand here we go
0: yeah exactly No do what you're doing
1: yeah sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna just start a google doc. And then delete it. But so your answer is, you said "Image of the Invisible" was number one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, Artist in the Ambulance two. Okay. Black Honey three. Okay. Stared the Sun four. Hurricane five.
1: Okay. Let me see. You, my friend. Let me see how you did here. So, your number one was Image of the Invisible. Yes. Image of the Invisible was actually number five.
0: Ooh! Wow. Yes, with That's uh, a big song too.
1: Yeah, I know. It's about got about seven point seven million listens. Um, your number two was, was numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Rookies. Uh, your number two is Artist in the Ambulance. That one is correct. Yes. That one is correct. It's about 31.3 million listens. All right. Okay. So that
0: was number two.
1: That was number two. You got okay. that one correct. Yep. You had Black Honey at number three. Black yes. Honey was actually number one with almost 50 wow. million plays.
0: Wow. Yeah. That is- Kind oh, of surprising.
1: Yes, I agree. I do agree with that. That is that is quite surprising. I did not realize that was a big song for them. I knew um, it was a
0: single, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had and to be honest. That album, which we're terrible with that album, because it's like a paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't get into it when it came out because I didn't have like the CD. Didn't have like I didn't have really a way to listen to it properly so it was like yeah not an album that I like really got into it has yeah, a I very it long it's good yeah but i was not able to like be into that album yeah that
1: album is is titled to be everywhere is to be nowhere like yeah, yeah. it doesn't exactly flow off the tongue no. um a roll off the tongue i should say uh so yeah black honey that was their number one you had Stare at the Sun uh, four. was four, and I believe that is correct. So you had Stare at the Sun "An Artist in the Ambulance. Those were correct. And then Hurricane was actually their number three. Uh, Stare mm-hmm. at the Sun had uh, just over 9 million plays, and um, Hurricane... Was their number three and it had a, has almost 17 million plays. Wow. Yeah. So. The
0: song is like, pretty sure that was the first thrice song that like I remember hearing. Me too. Me too. And it's yeah. just, it's like one of my top favorites. I was so like, good. anytime I hear that opening, it's just good. It's so, so good.
1: good. Yeah. It's like, it's just amazing. Like, I, I love that song. I love that whole album. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, thrice is just so good. I want to see them so, so badly. Um, and I just, I, for some reason, I just never have had the chance. It just never lined up for me to have that opportunity. So, uh, hopefully soon, hopefully in October, <laughs> and I can go to Buffalo. I'll, I'll go out to Buffalo and see them. So, um, yeah, they have they have just so many great songs. Um, my favorite song is not in their top listens, but that's okay. Um, cause
0: not. It was mine.
1: Yeah, cause yours was silhouette. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So yeah, and that's um. What's yours? Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Mine is "Come All You Weary." Um, great song. Yeah, which is so good, but it's funny because it's my favorite song of theirs from my least favorite album of theirs. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's the, it's the one uh, for me, the one the one shining uh, jewel on that uh, album. So, um, so now uh, we have we've been talking about some crazy stuff going on in the world of sports. I like involving you in the world of sports because it's something that you're not all too familiar with. So when I have like, the opportunity,
0: I, I like sports. Yes, like I like, I like sports. Yes, not to the extent that you dive into. Uh huh. Like, and I feel like in some aspects I'm outsider looking in, even though like I'm, I've always been in the sports. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, like like you know, like numbers and. <laughs> Yeah, like and because we've talked about you with numbers, but like, you know stuff. I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I should say like Smitty is a sports fan. He's just not he. Uh, he's not as in as into it. I get into sports. Um, yes, like, like
0: you know, you yeah. like listen to podcasts about sports and all Correct. that, and I'm, like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, right now it is free agency season in the NBA. Uh, Players have been signing left and right uh, with teams. Uh, I told you about one poor guy who was on the Lakers this year during the season. He got offered a four-year, $84 million contract. Um, He turned it down thinking that in free agency he could get more money. Um, and he got far less money. still making a lot of money, uh, but instead of having a four year 84 million dollar contract, he signed with the Boston Celtics for one year and 5.9 million dollars. Um, I would say that's a downgrade. Um, would you agree? I mean
0: <laughs> Yes, I would take that in a heartbeat. Of course. But, yes.
1: <laughs> yes, So uh, that player was Dennis Schrader. Um, and he's a good player. Just I think had a down year. I think he's getting a little bit older. Um, and like once players in the NBA hit thirty, unless they're exceptional, they don't really get big contracts anymore. So, uh, so yeah, so he he bet on himself and kind of lost. He's still making a lot a lot of money, but drastically less. But we're not here to talk about the players that are making less. We're here to talk about the players that have been signed to ridiculously large sums of money, to basically bounce a ball and shoot it through a basket, um, and so we're gonna go over just the ridiculous sums of money that these players are making, and I just want to see your face when I tell you how much they are making to play this uh, play this game.
0: Let's do this part quickly. Yeah. It'll hurt
1: <laughs> so uh, I sorted this by top uh, average annual value of the contract. Okay. Uh, sure. So the top average annual value goes to Stephen Curry. He just signed this contract a few weeks ago, for four years, two hundred fifteen million oh dollars for for an average annual salary of about fifty three point eight. Million dollars. That doesn't mean that's exactly what he's making each year. These contracts are specified. Could be more, could be less. But in total,
0: that is and what. we making millions <laughs> and millions. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't need to be like, oh, it's not. Un-
1: yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I wonder
0: why about this. This is painful. <laughs>
1: uh, he is the only player averaging over $50 million a year in the NBA right now. Um. Number two is another player that just recently signed a contract for four years $195 million. Actually, about basically $196 million. Uh, a center for the 76ers named Joel Embiid. He's a very large man, seven foot two, almost 300 pounds.
0: Big hey. guy. <laughs> no. Big guys are looking at him and go, Oh, damn. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, wow, that's that's big.
0: (laughs) That's a monster.
1: Yeah, he's a a monster. Um, Now, have you ever heard of uh, another player named Jimmy Butler? You ever heard of him? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah, he's been around the league for a while. Weird hair. Yeah, yes, weird hair. Started with the Bulls, Um, been around a couple other places, uh, but now is in Miami. He signed a three-year, $146 million extension, so basically $49 million a year um, is what he's making as well. Um,
0: All right, let's talk about a couple more. Cause this is... <laughs> now, uh,
1: we'll skip over Kevin Durant. We, I think you know who Kevin Durant is. He's amazing, played for the yes. Warriors with Stephen Curry for a couple years, won a couple championships there. Uh, People try to say that he's got an asterisk next to those championships because he went to a team that was already established. I say that is not fair because you, in any other profession, you would be applauded for improving your station, going to a better company, doing all this. But because he went to a team that was already established, it's seen as cheap that he won an NBA championship with them. I don't know if they would have won more championships without him, but we will never know because that's not what the history books say. And he was a free
0: agent, free to go wherever he wanted. Like, hey, you can't fault the guy. Like, Yeah. Like, he saw a great opportunity. He was yeah. able to go join it. Like, yeah. The- I mean, if you're players, your goal is to win the championship. So, like. Yeah. If you see an opportunity on a team that you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> gonna have a really good chance. Like, I'm not gonna be like, no, no, I want to take the <laughs> like buffer route. Like, yeah, like he's getting paid and yeah, like there's, it's dumb to yeah. vote, like, and why is he the only person like being he... with this? Like, other people like, okay, then don't stay on that team if it's. Loaded, like if you're gonna use that argument, no, yeah. it's dumb.
1: I know. Now the the one thing that that fans had against it was that they he signed with the Warriors the year after the Warriors beat them in the Western Conference Finals when he was on Oklahoma City. He could have re-signed with Oklahoma City. Instead, he went to the Warriors. They beat. They were up three one against the Warriors, and then the Warriors came back and beat them in that series. And so it was viewed as, oh, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I'm I mean, I'm with you. Of, I'm with you. I'm just playing devil's sports. advocate.
0: Of the sports, I am, like, basketball, like, when I was younger, I was huge into basketball. But, like, as an adult, I really don't have really any interest or connection. Yeah. So, to me, and I'm just pure outsider. Yeah. I mean, if I was. A fan of his team, um, yeah, I'd probably be po'd. Yeah. <laughs> be like, what, what do you mean you're leaving? So, yeah. I guess from their aspect, I can see it because, like, but I'm not a fan and don't really care. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, well, yeah, dude did what he had to do. Exactly.
1: I, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. Uh, so skipping over him, uh, we'll go to a guy who just, uh, last year re-signed with a team that everybody thought he was going to leave. Um, uh, have you heard of this player, Giannis Antetokounmpo? I didn't
0: until like until they won the championship. And yes. Then you think every sports, you know, I'm pretty sure he won it solely because I haven't heard about a single other player on the <laughs> Bucs team Yeah, that one dude. Yeah, so he is by far their best
1: player, but they do have good supporting players. Uh, they're two. Best players outside of him are named Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton. They're both solid players, but the Bucks would not have come anywhere close to the championship without Giannis. They call him the Greek Freak. Um, he's I think six eleven, uh, has a wingspan of like seven and a half feet. Like his yeah, he's a he's a ridiculous athlete. Like he's just amazing. Um, but last year he has the top total value for his contract five years 228 million dollars with a with an average annual salary of 45.6 million so uh again that was re-signed last year people thought he was going to become a free agent after this season but instead he re-signed with them uh it was very highly anticipated that he was possibly going to leave and that there was going to be a big big rush of teams to try and get him uh, but he chose to stay where they drafted him they they drafted him when he was fifteen um, and he is now 26. He didn't play he didn't play then he still he still had uh, had to stay out in Greece uh, for a few years um, but uh, but as soon as he could come over and was eligible to play in the NBA but yeah they drafted him when he was fifteen. <laughs> she- yeah. So um, he's an amazing player he deserves all that money and is uh, showing that he showing that he earned it so <laughs> hey hey the market the market is showing that he's worth that money so I you know
0: whenever you see things like he deserves that money
1: <laughs> yeah all right. hey I mean you know, if teachers uh, being a teacher was a spectator sport, they'd probably get paid a lot more. But apparently, you know, people don't. And you're coming up with hot takes. So... Uh, no, I I'm saying this being the husband of a teacher who thinks that teachers deserve to be paid more. But unfortunately, it's just not the way the the world works right now. That sucks. <laughs> teachers should be paid more, but yeah. So uh, yeah, but anyways.
0: Uh, What do we got? Oh. So I guess that leads in. Yeah. I mean, uh, you told me it led in, but I'm I oh think God, it, I think it leads
1: it. in somehow. <laughs> so we like to collect stuff. We're nerds. We're nerdy guys. At one point, I was collecting basketball cards, specifically Michael Jordan basketball cards. I don't know what happened to them. I think they're somewhere in one of my buckets of stuff. In the house somewhere. Um, but yeah, we, we collect a lot of stuff. Uh, behind me, Smitty can see this. I have many Funko Pops. And uh, I have some Amiibos, which are like the little collectible Nintendo toys. Um, I have some Pokemon-related things. And, um, and yeah, <laughs> so... Yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> so he just sent me a funny picture that none of you can see, and it's pretty good. It's funny. I might have to share it on Facebook because uh, that's that's really good. Um, but yeah, like Funko Pops, especially uh, for a while, I was like Funko Pops. There's too many of them. I can't keep up. Uh, but then some of the guys from Love They Nerd, they started collect uh, like they've collected them, and they're all like comparing and. You know, showing off what they've got, and I'm like, you know what? If I just get the stuff that I care about, like, you don't have... I don't have to feel like I need to collect every single one.
0: Nope, I that's just need the, the ones
1: that I care about,
0: so. Just get things that I, like, i yeah. am not any form of any sort of completist. Like, yeah. like who's Blanca? this guy? Yeah. Blanca. Ex- excuse
1: me, how do you say his name? Isn't it Blanca? No! <laughs> Blanca! <laughs> oh (laughs) thank you
0: it's Blanca 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 literally the same word (laughs) oh shut up
1: (laughs) Smitty's offended
0: that I called
1: him out (laughs) Blanca oh my goodness then uh, I have a I have a silver bulbasaur with a big old smile on his face and the creepy eyes. Very creepy eyes. So, but yeah, um, I, I I think I wanted to talk about this when we were talking about uh, the Ninja Turtles thing, but we didn't have enough time that week. Uh, we had what some others. We forgot
0: that we were going to talk about Black Widow. <laughs> That's Wonder right.
1: Because
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so we like, oh. Mrs.
1: Smitty is the smart one. Yes. Yes she is. Yes she is. 100%. Yeah, between the both That's of us. Exactly I don't know if I listen to this. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, what do you what do you got besides uh, I know you got lots of wrestling toys.
0: Uh not kinda. kinda. Uh, I don't have a ton. Like I said, I don't do I don't collect everything. Mm-hmm. Uh but currently my main collection is new pops, like but like you said, like only ones that like I really care about mm-hmm. are things that like seem very unique. Mm-hmm. Like the most recent one I bought a couple weeks ago was a uh, puffy shirt Jerry Seinfeld. Gosh, <laughs> because that uh, oh, was just gosh. so funny. That's a Funko but, like, Pop. Yeah.
1: Okay, I gotta look this up.
0: I saw that Walmart when I. They had, like, a regular one of him, like, holding a microphone. And there's one from the episode with him with, like, a little Pez dispenser. Because that's was a part of a storyline for an episode. Okay. And the one of him with the puppy shirt being a pirate. <laughs> and, yeah, oh, that's ride. funny. And, yeah, so that was the most recent one I have purchased. Uh, that's funny. But, but, yeah, the other... The, one of the main, and, it, like, the main collection, like I said, the wrestling one, started randomly. Like, I'm not, can't quite remember why or how I started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was seeing a lot online, like, I was following, like, various, like, accounts on, like, Instagram, and, like, the, like, wrestlers, like, well, formerly Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. They're, you know... They have, like, a whole, like, company now, like, about wrestling figures and collecting. and.
1: Oh, they have a whole separate thing? Like, their own thing well, that like, they started?
0: Well, like, they have their own podcast. And, like, oh. from there, it's become, like, the major wrestling figure podcast.
1: Oh, I had no idea.
0: a huge thing. Like, they're just, I think tonight they're doing, like, a, like their ninth live show and, oh. like, they put out exclusive pins based off stuff they talk about that sell out and like be a huge thing. Oh, cool. And so I'd see videos with, about like the old LJN figures, which were like the old 80s, like the big rubberized figure. Oh, yeah. The one where you couldn't
1: move the arm, it was just like the hunks of rubber.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Like, I yeah. think
0: because of rubber, they were intended to be a little bit mobile or articulated, but they're not.
1: No. I had Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog could not move. He he just just stood there like that and just smacked him against the other one.
0: And like I was hearing stuff about him and I think that was my gateway into the wrestling figure collecting. Like I have four LJNs. Okay. I have the first one I got was from like some store company on Facebook. It was like Fifteen bucks. It was Jesse Jesse the Body of Ventura. Oh, nice! There you go. With <laughs> a blue bandana, a pink tights. Okay. And then, uh, then I was going down an eBay rabbit hole for a while. Uh huh. And like, because I was going for ones that like were a little beat up, and not super expensive, because there are people out there like they have them in mint condition and they go for some serious money.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah.
0: Yes, I was not looking for those ones. I was looking for the ones that had some beat-up wear and tear, because it's like, I don't want them to, uh, at the point where you can't even tell what they are because they're so beat-up, but I like that, like, okay, if I hold this one, like, it's been through stuff. It was played with. It was it had experience things. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a weird way uh, of putting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It experience uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> just, just seen some stuff. <laughs> okay,
1: sorry. I don't, I don't know why that affected me so much. <laughs> That's
0: a weird way to put it. Uh, so then I also got Hulk Hogan. Yep. Iron Sheik. Okay. And then uh, one of the main ones I was looking for was Macho Man Randy Savage. Snap yes. into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So then my plan was because then another toy line that was popular, like, I think late 80s, early 90s, was Hasbro Mm -hmm. Revy Toys.
1: Okay.
0: I remember I had a few of those when I was a kid because I loved Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. And so those figures, same thing. People buy them still mint on card and, like, mint shape for, like, just ridiculous money. I was not looking for that. So, I was like, and I already, someone had given me, like, a little mini, like, this big, like, macho man. And I was like, okay, if I, like, if I already have this one macho man, like, if I can get this LJN, then I'm like, maybe I can get a Hasbro and then WWE, well, Mattel, they put out, like, they have a line called Retros, were like, essentially, like, Newer versions of the Hasbro figures. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those around. Yeah. So, once I got the LJN, I then on eBay got a little Hasbro Macho Man. Okay. And then for Father's Day, whatever year that was, a few years ago, I got the retro. So I have a shelf of four Macho Man. Ooh, for Macho Man! If you four will, Macho Man. There you go. Yeah.
1: The Macho King. Uh, You're the Macho King of the Macho Men.
0: <laughs> yes, so again, Macho King figure that was hard to get. Yes. Uh, well, mostly because that figure, like it had the name on the trunks, but like there were ones that like had the accessory, like the crown and scepter.
1: Oh like, yeah.
0: But like serious money, and oh, I yeah. paid that money, and yeah. I wasn't going to buy a Macho King figure that you can tell was Macho King by looking at it from yeah. the front. Yeah, that's fair.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I, I'm i surprised that, like, I get, like, that uh, a toy or a collectible would be more va- considered more valuable if it's still in the box, mint, on card, as they say. Yep. Um, but then, on the flip side of that, like, with certain things, um, I think, like, mainly weapons, I think, like, guns, ancient weapons, stuff like that. Like, it's considered more valuable if it has the original patina on it, you know, which basically is telling a story. I'm surprised that with toys, it's not similar. Like, it loses a lot of value if there's scuff marks, if if it's shown to have been used. Because I think, isn't it like, it's almost like a car. As soon as you pop the seal on the box, it loses so much value.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and like it's, it's a little frustrating because like they're toys; they're they are meant to be played with.
0: Literally, their intention. Yeah. Like nowadays, there's so many things sold for the collector market. Yeah. But like, you know, like these toys, like I said, like these As- Hasbro's from the '80s, like yeah. they were meant to be You're- sold like for kids to play with.
1: Yeah, and like people- there there wasn't a resale market. In the no. '80s, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that wasn't was thought of.
0: Holding on to them and not yeah. opening them. I'm just like, how?
1: Yeah, yeah. I like and and you know this brings me to, um, you know the the recent uh, you know sales of the video games that have been. Um, uh, let's see the big video game auctions. Um, like there have been games that that have been uh, being bought for millions of dollars now. Um, yeah,
0: you've told me that recently, and I I can't handle that. Yeah,
1: like how how are people like like you buy the game, but these are games from like 1987, and you know, so they back then, like. Back then, the the video game uh, industry was literally not even a teenager because I think Atari started the home industry at, like, 1975. So, you know, how are you not opening this game? But uh, the original report was uh, the world record for most expensive video games sold at auction has now been surpassed by a staggering amount thanks to a sealed 9.0 rated copy of the original Legend of Zelda from 87 Uh, the auction went for a staggering this was the first record that I told you about $870,000 surpassing the previous high of $660,000 the opening bid for that Zelda game was $110,000 like holy cow And now, and then that one was surpassed by a sealed copy of Super Mario 64 being sold for $1.56 million. But then, uh, let me see, another, yeah, another record-breaking, this was just from August 8th, uh, if it's gonna show up here. Um, It was sold, a rare sealed copy of, of Super Mario Brothers on NES sold for two million dollars at auction. Um,
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah, they, the person. Uh, it's the latest f- fine in a line of high-profile auctions, according to the New York Times. This particular lot was sold by Rayleigh, a company that helps investors buy and sell shares in collectible assets. It originally acquired the cartridge. They bought the cartridge for $140,000. And after rejecting a sizable bid of $300,000, went on to break the record once again by securing a staggering $2 million from the anonymous winner who is making big bets in the video game space. So they had a bid of $300,000 that they turned down. So they had the opposite of the Dennis Schrader effect. They increased their value. (laughs) But, like, sure collectible, like, uh, when I was a kid, as soon as I got a video game, I'm like, I need to open this and play it now. I wasn't thinking, I mean, like, I'm going to store it in the a, point. yeah, I'm that's not going to store it in a drawer. And that's, like, um, the, the guys that I follow on LTN, like, they are not opening their Funkos. They're putting the Funkos that are already in a box in another box. Have you seen this? Have you seen the, like, like, why? Yeah,
0: like, protector cases.
1: For something that's already in a box. Yeah. Like, and people are buying these boxes. (laughs) It's a box for your box. I don't (laughs) get it. Like, so for us, like, we're not really looking to resell them. If we do sometime down the line, you know, we're not, we know we're not going to, we're not expecting to make a profit. You know, like, right. we. so I'm going to take them out of the box, and I'm going to display them uh, for, for all my nerdy friends to see when I play games on Twitch. Like, I don't have any desire to not unbox them. And unboxings are cool. I think unboxings are fun. I, that's when I usually get my most views on Twitch, is when I say that I'm doing an unboxing of, like, a new Funko Pop that I found, or a, a new toy, or something like that. So... Um, yeah, it's just it's crazy that the collectible market has become what it has. Uh, and Smitty, you look like you are frozen. Can you still hear me? Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. I think I'm going to pause for a second while we try and get Smitty back. Oh, oh, hey. there he is.
0: Hey, never mind.
1: I don't know what happened. <laughs> you were frozen like, for a little bit there. <laughs> you were, I'm
0: right, you were super frozen. like. Oh, weird. And, and,
1: and my thing said your internet connection is unstable. That's all in the podcast. I don't know. It was very brief, so... <laughs> Oh, anyways um, on my
0: Unboxing videos
1: Oh yeah so unboxing videos are usually My most pop like when I say That I'm unboxing something That's usually when I get my most viewers Um, So Like unboxings are fun I have fun with them I think they're cool You know and I just think it's silly to buy something And then keep it in it's box so um, I know there are some more expensive toys. I think we've talked about it before, you know, like that Batman thing was like $400 and a yeah, the the interchangeable.
0: Figure. Yeah,
1: like uh, there's a Kratos thing from God of War. Yeah, there's like so many. and I'm not willing to spend that much money on an action figure, especially one that is designed to stay in its box. That's that's not what I buy something like that for. Um, like I wanted to put it on display the DC, they have cool black and white figures, uh, like statues. Those are cool. And those are meant to be displayed like they're expensive, but they are meant to be displayed. Um, when you come out to Syracuse, uh, the, one of the nerd stores that I'm going to take you to, they have lots of statues and, um, they are very, very cool. And they are not in any boxes. They're just in a glass case. And, you know, you can just say, hey, I would like this one, and they will come and grab it for you, and you can buy it. So, um, but uh, my dad, he's also, like, he's, like, somebody who, he, he has a little bit of a nerd gene in him, um, especially for, like, stuff like Voltron uh, and Lord of the Rings, stuff like that. He has, he has a collection of swords, actually. He's got Sting from The Hobbit. He's got Excalibur. He's got, like, wow. the, the big famous sword from uh, from Game of Thrones. Um, that's his big collectible thing is swords and knives and stuff like that. Anything interesting or cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's he's not keeping stuff in boxes. Like, he's putting that stuff on display. He's got his own special room for
0: all that stuff. Can you imagine if someone bought swords and kept them in boxes?
1: I know, right? Like, like come on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I just I just think it's sad when they're, you know, when they're kept in boxes and stuff. So,
0: you know, uh... I mean, you know, T serone like yeah. there are people yeah. that they love that, and I I don't get it because like yeah, same yeah, here. Like I like seeing it. Like I said with my uh, with the wrestling figures, I've then expanded into like some of the, like the more current figures and. Mm-hmm. There are ones that, like, yeah, there are people I follow on Instagram where, like, they buy, they have to buy, like, everything of every series and they just have, like, the boxes just, like, all lined up. I'm like, you're not even seeing the figure. Like, they have them, like, kind of, like, people
1: like, Yeah, with just the name on the side, right?
0: Yeah, like, the side with the image. And it's just like, okay, but you can't even, you're not even seeing the figure. You're just seeing the box.
1: Yeah, that, that, is, so, that part is sad.
0: Yeah, so, like, I, you know, at the old department, I had a shelf up. So once I get things settled here, I have a shelf, and, yeah, like, I had a few. But, like, yeah, like, I've started to get more wrestling figures, but, like, they're only, like, the characters and, like, people that I really, like, dug and really got into. And, like, yeah. like Hurricane Helms. yeah. I have this figure and like I impose like the, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and the figure that came out like last year and have him like doing like the little like kind of like shimmy oh, yeah. pose. Yeah, and, there
1: you go. Oh, uh, yeah. I
0: got one of the main ones I got last year or this year, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all blurred at this point. <laughs> uh, what is? time? <laughs> they have a line. Uh, Mattel has like because they have a. They have, like, three tiers of figures, mm-hmm. Mattel does. They have Basics, which are literally just, like, meant for kids to just play with and beat up. Like, no real detail. Like, yeah. Like, the clothing's, like, just printed on to the characters. Then they have Elites, which are, like, the main one.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the yeah,
0: accessories and, like, interchangeable hands and sometimes heads. Yep. And then they've done the line of Ultimates, yes. which are... Way more detail and the edge figure that I got. It's from, it is like, the twenty twenty rumble, like when he made his big return. Ugh, like still so is good. from that, like the gear he wore and like yeah. the new he yeah, had, and like, the arms have like the rock symbol. So like when I have them posed, like I have them with like the ring gear on and like the it's arms so up, and Ugh. so it's like you know like in a box like okay like but you can't see like you can't like have them do cool stuff like yeah when they're just in the box and yeah it's disappointing and, yeah and you know uh once i get things settled because pretty much this office is where i'll probably where all my nerd stuff will just will live now yeah uh because our last apartment like my Two shells the rest of wrestling figures were just in the living room. Yeah, I, I remember. This is when he has all these like nice little decorations and stuff, and there's my, like, Macho Man <laughs> shell. Uh, yeah. Like, I got uh, one of the figures I got is Stone Cold, and it was not a Mattel figure. It's some, I think, a Japanese company. Okay. And it had where you could do it, put him up with the two middle fingers, as he was known that's, to do. That's naughty. I did not, that is not how I display him. He <laughs> has, it, so have, like, the beer cans yes. with, like, detailed accessories of like look like beer is pouring out oh. and, like, <laughs> it, like, like it's pouring onto to him. That's awesome. Very cool. And, like, yeah, like, you know, if I were to just keep him in the box, like... You couldn't tell. Boring. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. do cool stuff, so... Yeah. And then, like we said, yeah, Pops, and then Funko had, I don't think they do this line uh, anymore, but it was called Dorbs. Okay. And it's supposed to be, like, adorable.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: I think, and, like, they're tiny, like, you know, Pops are bigger, as you can see, and Dorbs are, like, maybe sometimes, like, half the size, maybe three-quarters the size, and they have, like, kind of, like... Like, a cute little like, kind of, like, squinting face, but some of them have, like, really cool, like, details. Okay. And accessories, and I got really into collecting those for a while. <laughs> but, like, it's now something, like, you can't really find them anymore. And so, but, like, Funko, yeah, Funko Pops are a big one. Like, and I've, I've gotten so many, like, random ones and... Hmm. Uh, what was that? Target. I had a uh, Target exclusive two-pack. It was Wayne's World. Them and their Chicago Blackhawks like jerseys like when they were playing street hockey.
1: Okay, so I've never seen Wayne's World, but but I do I do know about them wearing hockey jerseys. So
0: and like Garth. Daniel Carvey's character had like like the old school, the like, kind of like goalie mask on. Oh, no, like and a Jason like, so mask. And the figure has that. And...
1: Nice. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I have I have an idea for what you could do on your wall behind you. Okay. Uh, the way you have your your camera framed, you could totally do a thing where over your right shoulder, my left, your right, yeah, uh, you could totally put a Green Lantern like light there like hanging on the wall like a neon green lantern light some something with green lantern because i know he's your favorite superhero yes
0: i i have awesome we'll see
1: i'm not talking pops i'm talking something hanging from this from the wall sorry. I,
0: yes i know what you're talking about but i don't think i want to do that so
1: well i don't care you go get to make that decision <laughs> I could pay two more. No, I'm just kidding. I can't. Please don't. Please don't. Me right, <laughs>
0: I'll tell Grace that one. You know, like we'll see. I'm going to my. I'm going to the bank <laughs> app and change it. Yeah, <laughs> I those bills right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I, I think that would be a fun one. I mean, it's just, you know, with the last year and a half of everybody working from home, including the people that I watch YouTube videos of, some of them have gone back to normal studios, but, uh, like, the kind of funny guys, they're still at home. And the one guy is a very big Superman fan. So on his wall behind him, he's got a big glowing superman uh s shield thing and it's very cool uh and so it made me think uh for like looking at your wall in the video here that you could totally put up a green lantern thing if that's what you wanted to do um but if you've got other plans i'm sure it's gonna look cool so um yeah Yeah, i don't know
0: like i don't know how what i want to do with it but yeah regardless yeah but yeah so like i've got yeah, so, and I mean, talking about collections, like when I was a kid, you know, you talked earlier about basketball cards. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I would just buy basketball cards. Like, the big thing was, like, football cards. Yep. Uh, especially, like, there was, like, a Bills line of cards, and, you know, a huge Bills fan had that. Uh, had a lot of, not sports, but, like, Marvel had a lot of, like, training cards. Oh, did they? Oh, Oh,
1: I remember buying X-Men-specific Marvel cards.
0: Maybe. They had, like, there were various lines or whatever you would call for cards, but, like, they had some that were more, like, really detailed, kind of artsy. They had ones that were basically, like, I I just remember having a lot of Marvel, like, cards as a kid. And then I think when, one of the big things that was a collectible when we were kids that I had a lot of were pogs.
1: Oh, yes. I had pogs. Oh, yeah. Yep. I had pogs. And I think
0: everyone our age had pogs. Almost yeah. no one played the game. No. We all just, like, collected. I remember I had, like, it was like a kind of like a Trapper Keeper, and it had, like, the, like, you know how people have like the plastic like pages to put cards yes. in? Yes, yep. They had hog ones. They had like, <laughs> little circle. <laughs> no they ones. didn't. You're lying. I had them. I promise you. Oh my uh, gosh. I remember buying like Marvel ones and just just all kinds of random hogs. So that was I remember that was a big one when we were yeah. kids. That that frustrates
1: me. Like that makes me angry. That there were wow. pog. That there were pog sleeves to like. Oh, put in a bind. Oh, come on. Put them in a. Put them in a suitcase. Get over yourself. How pretentious. How pretentious do you have to be? They're pogs. They're like little plastic coins. Come on. They were cardboard. Were they made of cardboard? Yeah. Oh, it was like coated, right? weren't they like coated. Um yeah, yeah, I just I know I yeah i I I'm like, wait, you play a game with these. I thought it was just like I thought they were just cool little coins with cool art on them,
0: yeah, um, so, yeah, I still to this day don't really even understand the game, like you had like the slammer, which was like a heavier one, yes, and you're supposed to hit it down on them and if they bounced or something. I, I think can't it was remember. supposed
1: to be similar to like how marbles works. Uh, but even then, I still don't know. Yeah. Uh, I collected Pokemon cards, uh, from when those first came out, and I grossly overestimated how much, uh, the Charizard card got sold for. It still got sold for a ridiculous amount of money. We talked earlier in the week about how, uh, first edition Pokemon cards, I had a Charizard. Um, I had the charizard holographic
0: windowed in the trading
1: it away i got convinced that uh i needed to trade it away um i was a young dumb teenager who thought that if i told my friends no i did not want to trade my favorite pokemon uh card uh because charizard is my favorite pokemon and i had his card and it was super rare um, that if I didn't trade it, they would not be my friend anymore. They never told me that. They never even acted like they would be upset if I said no. They were just offering me all these cards for Charizard, and I had it in my head that if I said no, they would not want to be my friend anymore. Uh, And so I went along with it. And um, most recently, a Charizard card rated perfectly mint condition uh, was sold at auction for $369 thousand dollars um and yeah i got it out of a booster pack that cost three dollars so um yeah uh that was back in 1998 so about 23 years ago is when i got that card and yeah didn't didn't hang on to that one and just regretting it just a little bit um (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, there are, uh, I was looking at, looking at a list here of like the most, um, valuable cards, um, uh, website called Kotaku has the top 10 that have sold at auction. Um, one card sold for 45,000, another for 60,000. It's a different form of Charizard, um, some training card went for 65,000 a special magic like promo Magikarp card went for 66,000 so yeah just ridiculous sums of money for for these cards and it's just it's just crazy 150,000 dollars uh oh what blastoise for 360,000 i'm sure you've got to know who blastoise is
0: yes I know okay that, yeah
1: yeah i know i, I know you know
0: listed, i think he was listed in my top five on our ranking episode that's
1: that's right that's right go back and listen to the ranking episode yeah. um yeah if you want to find out what his top five pokemon are most of them are first gen pokemon and that's okay because that's a lot of every people's uh, favorite pokemon but anyways uh yeah just like again Not thinking to hold on to that card, thinking that it would be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars in the future, you know? Like, I was, I wanted to play, uh, you know, play and use my, use my Pokemon cards that I had to play against my friends, and I kept, I kept uh, that card in good shape, but certainly not a, you know, perfectly mint condition, you know? So, um, yeah, but, uh, like, even a, a well-used Charizard card at my local gaming store, uh, they have it in their, in their display case for $1,500. So, you know, yeah. I can't imagine having that much money that I just walk in and be like, I want that card. <laughs> you know, like, here, I'm going to drop 1500 on a piece of cardboard. Um, so, yeah, collectible stuff is crazy. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a big market. Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's funny to see how the stuff that we got picked on for liking has turned into the things that are most sought after. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so All right. yeah, I think that just about uh, does it for us tonight. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, we we are on many podcast services. We you can find us on Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, uh, a couple other ones. Still working on getting us on Apple Podcasts. Um, and uh, but yeah, um, I'm also on Twitch. Uh, it's a, or, yeah, twitch.tv slash it's a wild rye guy. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, and yeah, we are, uh, gonna, you know, sign off for the night. We're gonna have a good one. Uh, where can they find you, Smitty? Can they find you
0: anywhere? (laughs)
1: In In that room?
0: Okay. In this room. I don't need... None of my social media is good. No one needs to follow me for anything. Ah, uh, that's. Uh, I man, mean, I like your social not media. Too hard, not too hard to find. <laughs> just based it off the name of the show, and you'll probably find me. Yes, that's
1: right. Yep, Smitty FM. All right,
0: but right. uh, but yeah. So uh, for our guy, I am smitty and thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week.
1: That's right. Keep it locked.